Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sports. I'm back today on the podcast for you guys today. Guys, we've got Thursday. You know, we got Leafs talk. Uh, promo school will be changed to tomorrow, and then we'll have WrestleMania preview and predictions on Saturday, probably afternoon, late afternoon, early morning. Um, something around that. Or sorry, early afternoon, late morning, but we'll see where that goes. But Leafs talk today. It's been a crazy week for the Leafs, and you guys know we're joining my dad today for episode 35. Dad, how are you today? Doing great. Uh, hello, everyone. All right, guys. Now let's get straight into this, Dad. It's it's been a crazy week for the Leafs. Um, last time we left off, the Leafs had a game against the Montreal Canadiens over the weekend, and as well as the Panthers on a Sunday. Um, and the Leafs lose to the Montreal Canadiens. You know, a game that they shouldn't have lost. But typical Leafs, what did they do? They bounce back and they went five two against the Florida Panthers in a in a great game that they played. Totally dominated that game, and it was, it was a great thing to see because people have said the Leafs aren't on the same level as, you know, Tampa, Florida, and probably Boston. And the Leafs played Boston Tuesday, um, and they win 6-4. And this is a crazy game as well because, you know, it had a lot of instances where this game had a lot of instances where it looked like a playoff game that these two teams may play each other in the playoffs. But first, let's talk about the big play. Um, Ilya Lebushkin. Ilya Lebushkin went for a hit on Taylor Hall. And it seemed like a clean hit. That hit, they seem like there's nothing wrong about it. What does Taylor Hall do? He drops his stick, and he looked like he tried to punch him. He connected. Some angles, people said, oh, it's a dive. It's a flop. It's not a flop or dive if he may have a concussion. So I don't know how you can say that. But he gets punched, looked like on his jaw area, and he fell straight down. And he gets a $5,000 fine, no suspension. Now, Dad, what, what, what are your thoughts originally on that play and, uh, and him only getting a suspension? Because I'll get into it after, but I'm, I'm curious to see how you feel about this play. Well, clearly, he, you know, Taylor Hall saw him coming, but he turned his back. So, yeah. you know, it looks, looks a lot worse than it actually was. You know, he was going to hit him from the side, but he turned to get the puck. So he got, yeah. you know, it hit him from the back a little bit. But... Um, you know, I, I, this may be before your time, but uh, a few years ago, Todd Bertuzzi punched uh, a guy exactly the same way. He yeah. skated up behind him and hit him. Now, is Taylor Hall, you know, punched as strong as, you know, right, Bertuzzi? Right. No. Uh, but I think the play and the, the intention is the same. Yep. You know, NHL, again, you know, has dropped the ball and it's a joke. Because, you know, he clearly, you know, I mean, these guys can still punch, you know, they're the NHL level, uh, you know, athletes. And uh, of course, it's going to hurt when you don't see it coming. So yep. just to do, you know, just a fine, I mean, you know, that, that's ridiculous. And, and, and the fact that, uh, you know, some guys may, uh, you know, lie on the ice, miss a shift, come back. No, he missed the game and he may not play next uh, tonight. Yeah, and I don't think he's so, played tonight. Yeah. yeah, so it's, uh, uh, it's, 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 it's terrible, terrible on NHL's part. Uh, I think, you know, there had to be a suspension. Um, this is just going to encourage other people uh, to, you know, uh, yep. plays like this. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, people are talking about, oh, my God, it's not even that bad. No, it, that's not the thing about how bad it is. It's his intention. He dropped the stick and he went to punch him in the back of the head. Like, I don't understand. And Dylan Larkin did a similar thing. He got one game. Austin Matthews. So basically, you're saying that these guys can get away with it. They're basically standing up for themselves. So when Matthews and Spezza did it, those are bad too. And they maybe deserved a game or maybe a fine for one of their instances like Matthews. But no suspension is absolutely ridiculous. I think it's blatant favoritism again by the NHL. And then you got a guy like Mark Method. I don't know if, if you're listening to this. 
a typical Leafs hater, and he said that it's a complete dive. He looks clueless. He's also a guy that said last year that the Ottawa Senators would have a better team than the, than the Leafs in two to three years. So that was last year he said that. But he just – there's so many people on social media that just want to obviously, you know, if you're a Leafs hater, you're going to get clicks, you're going to get likes, you're going to get all that, right? So you're going to see a lot of people like that on, on social media talking about it. But I think it's ridiculous. I think it easily should have been a game. Um, and you have – if you're the NHL, this is going to stop players like this happening if you issue out a suspension. It's going to stop things. I don't know what you gain from just a fine, but hey, you know what? I think it should have been suspension. They don't get it. And I know that, you know, they've got a big game tonight against the Jets where there was suspension issued with Spezza last time. That's this going to be a crazy game as well. I think, you know, they got Spezza, Clifford, and I believe Simmons on the fourth line. So that'll be interesting to see what they do today. But yeah, it, it was just a terrible move by the NHL. But dad, any last thoughts on, on that game um, involving that suspension, that particular play and that suspension, but we'll get into the, the other stuff afterwards. You're talking about the Boston game or the yeah the, the, the Taylor Hall the Taylor Hall oh Taylor well you know what it was it was it was a good game um, but uh, uh, you know I'm really disappointed with the officials because yeah you know what we we had six goals I think it was six two at one point um, yeah. they you know the officials have got to make a few more calls you know to stop the the little bit of dirty play that that Boston was you know consistently you know, shift after shift going after now they did by. The ten minute um, misconduct, you know, yeah. uh, I, it wasn't a game; it was just a ten minute misconduct. The ten minute, yeah. Uh, you know, they did deliver a message there, but it was a little too late because the whole period, once we took yep. the six-two lead, uh, you know, there was a lot of dirty, dirty play that you know to cause an injury or, 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 or you know, so you know that's that's where those calls need to be made. Um, Maybe maybe don't call a two-minute penalty. Maybe call a 10-minute uh, thing just to deliver a message that, look, you know, we're not going to put up with this, but they didn't do it. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I think, you know, by doing it at the end of the second, and it was only because he said something to the official. Uh, it wasn't mm-hmm. that he cross-checked, you know, yep. virus three times. Yeah. Um, you know, for no, you know, no reason kind of thing. So, uh, you know, they said something to him and they, they gave him the 10 minutes, but you know, it, it should have been, you know, what the dirty play was on the, on the ice uh, is what the official should have called. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Like the, the, the officiating, they got to step it up. Like, this is ridiculous. Like I, I heard that, you know, on, on the 32 thoughts that they, they put out an article and I'm going to read out. So they said, couldn't see much more of bought Toronto Boston on Tuesday night because of travel, but certainly was aware of the fallout from Taylor Hall. Eli Bush could sent about 50 texts about people, what they thought. And people were actually surprised that they felt that it was nothing minor, more than a minor penalty. Um, but Toronto disagreed and Matthews and Spezza were suspended for retaliating actions. And Dylan Larkin was suspended for punching Matthew Joseph of the Tampa Bay Lightning um, after he hit him into the boards from behind. He got a game. And I've read that people in Toronto are actually dis- disappointed in this. Um, and they're not happy with the call because, you know, they had instances where their guys retaliated, stepping up for themselves and stepping up for teammates. And they got suspended. So I, I don't get where... I, I don't get where the consistency is of the NHL and when it comes to suspending players and issuing fines and, and officiating during the games and penalties. Like this is actually one of the worst here and probably in the NHL for calls yeah. and officiating and maybe even the other leagues as well, like the NBA NFL, you could say that too, but th- this has been truly a, a horrible year um, for the Leafs and, and, and officiating. And, and Kyle Dubas, you know, someone asked him, I guess the NHL GMs met over um, just this weekend. Someone asked him, what do you think about the officiating? 
And he, he laughed it off. He said, officiating, uh, it's been great. And, and it looked like, you know, he knows how he feels. Everyone knows how we feel as Leafs fans about this. And I think he knew that, you know, he's probably going to get like a $200,000, $100,000 fine. It's not worth it. And uh, he, he just started laughing it off and said that. But uh, what, what do you think, obviously, to move past this? I know we sound salty and bitter, but what, what, like the final thoughts of, you know, obviously Kyle Dubas feeling that way. And then, yeah, the NHL um, not being consistent with their calls. Well, you know, with Duvis, you know, see, the thing is, you can't just laugh and 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 not say anything. Yeah. Now, either you got to take a stand and say, look, it sucks. We're not happy. But yeah. what are you going to do? Something like that. But let them know. When you laugh, these officials are little babies. They're going to take it personal and it's just going to continue because of that laugh. Um, <clears throat> yeah. You know, you you're probably too young to remember, but. I remember the uh, the Winter Olympics when Mario Lemieux, all of them, Wayne Gretzky, uh, you know, after I think the second or third game, you know, had a news conference and just, you know, said, look, you know what, you know, these officials are off for us. I know we're good and we're Canada. And then just, you know, and called it out. And, uh, you know, a lot of people said, oh, there he's being a baby, that's Canada. No, but, you know, that needed to be done. And, and it did get better. Uh, not for the women's hockey. I know there were some terrible calls against them at back then. But, uh, you know, so either he's got to say, look, you know what? We're not happy with it, uh, but we're going to move on just so that they know. But when you laugh, you know, yeah. you just watch these officials. They're going to take it a little personal. And uh, and uh, these these non-calls against us, you know, so many, so many non-calls. I, I think there was a play last yeah. game as well when the guy wasn't even near the puck yet. And then he was hit and they let it go. And the referee's yeah. right there in the corner. So Yeah, I think that's um, John Tavares. Yeah, that was John Tavares that got hit there. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, I, I, I agree with you there that, that it, it's, it's just really, really bad it's, this year. Yeah, it's horrible. And you see other leagues, like, they are superstars. Like, I'm not saying, okay, every play, like, these guys are superstars. They deserve a penalty. But come on, eight penalty calls. I think Austin Matthews this year is ridiculous. Like, NBA protects as superstars. You got to protect your superstar players and put them in positions to win because they're making money for you and, and they're the face of the league and they're getting all the headlines. They're getting all the jerseys, so whatever, right? But I think they've got to be way more consistent because now players are going to think they can get away with it and it's going to be even worse. Like the Leafs were down to four guys um, in a backup NHL goalie. I know the goalie injury wasn't anyone's fault, but Justin Hole took a puck to the back of the head and somehow got a penalty on the way falling down. I, I don't know how, but he takes a puck to the head and somehow he's getting uh, a penalty. But the Leafs do win. That it is what it is, and and I'm pretty sure people have called for Brendan Shanahan to speak on him because he actually had, I believe, an NHL executive role with like the player safety and the players association, but he has not said anything, and I don't think he will. I think they're going to move past this. Um, but let's talk about Austin Matthews. This is a crazy thing that I just read the other day. Um, Austin Matthews, I think, heading into this game, he's one goal away from 50 goals. He's two goals away from 250 career goals. He's four goals away from ninth on the all-time Maple Leafs goal-scoring record. Um, he's six goals away from all-time in one season um, scoring record. 11 away from 60 goals. Like, Dad, what do you think? He's potentially, he's tied with Leon Dreisaitl right now for Rocker Richard. Um, I believe he's played less games as well, too. So he's on a crazy pace. And uh, I fully expect him to get 60 goals. I think he'll knock all four of those um you could say stats and those numbers, he'll knock all those off and those milestones. And I think that, yeah, he, he's probably going to get my opinion, 61, 62 goals this, this season. Yeah. The one that really surprised me because, you know, he's so young into his career is that I think he's ninth 
in Leafs history. Yeah, like yeah. I would have thought he would have been way down with the you know with how how far the Leafs you know uh, go deep into the NHL ever since it started kind of thing. So uh, that that kind of shook me, but. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think high 50s for sure, uh, yeah. if not 60 uh, for him this year. Uh, he's on a you know great pace. And, um, yeah, they, he's just got to keep going. He's a great player. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised by all those uh, stats that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's, he's been on a tear, and he, he got a chance tonight in, in at home against the Winnipeg Jets for him to hit 15. I think he's going to get 50 tonight. I think the guys are going to look for him. Obviously, they want to get that home reaction. I think they'll know it, it'll, it'll get a nice boost of morale and boost the confidence for the team going forward. And I think they're fully um, they're fully going to look for him tonight. I think he gets it tonight, too. But another thing that uh, the 32 Thoughts article, the, in which I thought was interesting, which Leafs haters probably don't like, is they said that I think Austin Matthews re-signs in Toronto as long as he believes in the direction of the team. And, like, I, I don't understand where the narrative is that he's going to leave Toronto. And this is start started way, I think probably two seasons ago when he first signed that contract. Like I, I, I don't get it. People said he's going to go into Arizona. Is Arizona even going to have a team by then? They don't have a legit arena. So I don't know where that is that Austin Matthews is going to go from the biggest market in the NHL to the, to the worst. I don't understand <laughs> that logic, but what do you think that about this? They think Austin, and I fully expect him to resign. Honestly, I think that, you know, maybe that's just me being a Leafs homer and at least like bringing me at least bias, but I think they're going to go really far in the playoffs by the time his contract's done because there's way too much talent. Um, I know Chris Johnson speculated that a Leafs big four is going to get traded in the offseason. No one else has spoken on this, so I'm not going to get into that too much. I don't think they will, but I think they believe in this core. And, you know, it's not really core four, it's core five. I think Morgan Riley deserves the credit there. Um, but this is a great team. And I think, yeah, as long as he believes in direction of the team, as they said, there's no way that he leaves this team and how much money they're going to throw at him is, is going to be crazy. Look, you know, it's funny to me because if somebody says, you know what, Austin Matthews may leave at, you know, end of this contract, whatever, you know what, I'll sit down, I'll listen. Okay, let me see. Well, why? Why do you think? Or what? Yeah. You know, the reasoning is. But if somebody says to me he's going to leave to go play in Arizona, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, it, it's time to turn off the TV and go watch baseball or something. They need sports. They know nothing about this game. Uh, he's not going to, as you said, leave the hardest market. Uh, you know, where financially, yeah. um, as far as, you know, uh, popularity, uh, he's not going to get that anywhere else. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, and then they, they know they've, they've built a great team around him. And, uh, you know, I think he's uh, once Tavares uh, a couple more years, I think, he you know, he's going to be the uh, captain, uh, you know, the leader, the captain for sure. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't even pay attention to anybody that says that's just those, those kind of things people say just to get. A reaction, yeah, of yeah. diehard fans like you and I, or you know, all the other, yeah, fans. yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it's just nonsense. I think it's a bit of jealousy too, because people always complain that the Leafs get all this, they're handed awesome Matthews, but he's not going anywhere. He's just, he's just such a great player. And imagine not even winning a cup if you're awesome Matthews. If, if this, if he takes us to the second round, he's gonna go down as a legend right now. And if he wins a cup, what it'll do for his legacy, I, I, I don't like. It would be amazing to have on your legacy that you won after what 50 long years of the Toronto Maple Leafs not winning a cup, but it's going to be great. Um, and I'm looking forward, he's having a great season. I'm hoping we're both hoping that number 50, he's never hit 50 before. He, he should have technically, this should be his third year straight 
obviously the COVID ending the the season um, in 2020 and then the short season last year um, in 2021. And now he's going to hit 50 here and it's looking great. Um, but the last thing I want to cover is some bad news, obviously, if you're a Leafs fan. Uh, Peter Mrazek is going to miss the rest of the season um, with this groin injury, a minimum of six weeks. Now, he's had a shaky season, but it seemed after the trade deadline, he picked up his game. And he was, I believe he was 2-0 and coming out of it. He looks strong, obviously, in the game against Boston, too. Um, but And some of the goals that he's let in hasn't been his fault. I, I know that some of them are own goals, too. But he gets injured, and it looks like Jack Campbell will return against Philadelphia this week. And Eric Schalgren gets to start tonight. But, Dad, what, what do you think? You know, Mrazek goes down, and now, the, you know, the Leafs obviously got to rely on Jack Campbell to be that guy now coming into the playoffs and obviously going deep in the playoffs because they don't really have, you could say, you know, Eric Schalgren, do you trust him? It comes into that, but do you, you got to trust, put all your trust into Jack Campbell now? You know, that's sports for you, right? Injuries are, are part of every team. Uh, you know, sometimes that's why some, you know, the, the better team doesn't win because just, uh, you know, that, that, that bad luck, whatever right. you want to say. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, look, Campbell was our guy from the beginning. Um, and so, you know, my mind uh, is still set that he's our guy that's going to take us there. Yeah. Um, and, and as we saw, you know, with the, with the few uh, defensive moves, uh, our, oh, our man, defense yeah. in front of him is solid now. So I think that's going to help him and his confidence. Um, you know, and I, I, you know, I see him taking us far and then, um, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Mrazek not there now, but, uh, I'm okay. You know, I think, uh, you know, that, uh, Mitsupi is gonna, you know, be okay to take us all the way. Yeah, I agree. And there's 16 games left for the Leafs, Bruins and the Lightning. Lightning sit second with their one point up on us and the Bruins sit, um, fourth. We're third when we're two points up on the Bruins. I think Soupy will get into his form. You know, I, the Leafs obviously have to take their time now with him. They got to be conservative. They got to be cautious because you don't want to bring him back and then he gets injured again. And then you're stuck with Eric Shelgren, who you're not sure how he's going to perform in the playoffs. But you know what? Jack Campbell performed in the playoffs last year. William Nealander did too. And I don't know where the William Nealander trade stuff's coming. I know he's had a rough, you know, not off, not really offensively, but back checking defensively. He's been poor and his plus minus have been poor. But every player goes through it. Like you can't just because of five games, you're going to issue. Oh my God, we need to trade him. No, you can't do that because he was our best player in the playoffs last year. And if he does continue this throughout the playoffs, then maybe the discussion is there, but I think that he's going to be fine himself. Um, and I think Jock Campbell is going to be great for this team going forward. I think he needed a little bit of a break too. This is the most games he's played in an NHL season. And uh, he got that injury too. So I'm expecting great things out of him. I think that he'll bounce back great, and he's expected to get the start on the road there um, against the Philadelphia Flyers. But Lee's play tonight against the Winnipeg Jets should be a great game. You know, that's going to be hard-hitting. Um, and then the big thing is, is Austin Matthews is going to hit 50 tonight. But, Dad, any last words today for the podcast? You know, I think we just kind of touched up on it earlier um, with the Tavares, you know, how, um, you know, he. I think there was like three – different times it was a uh, you know cross check yeah, yeah. by Marchand. um you know th this is what we, we've been discussing with 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 the you know the older guys the guys that have been there the leadership you know um Tavares you know what he said you know okay you want to cross check me showed no fear did not back you know did not react to it yeah. did not back away from it played the same way he did basically delivering a message that look you know what you're not going to get in my head and, and, and this is what, you know, a lot of the younger guys are going to follow suit. And the, mm -hmm. the, this is leading by example. 
And uh, this is why I think that this is a different year for us uh, as far as, you know, playoffs or even the regular season. Right. And uh, that was amazing to see. I was really impressed, uh, you know, yeah. uh, and, uh, and uh, I think these are the little things that, that really, really matter. And, uh, and they lead, you know, you lead by example and then others will follow. Yeah, I love that, JT. JT, I know people don't understand the signing and all that. Well, like, I don't even want to get into it. I just think it's nonsense. People that just say they, they wish the Leafs didn't sign John Tavares. It's going to pay off. Like, it's already paid off. He had his first year, I believe, with us 47 goals. Like, it hasn't gone our way, obviously. We lose in back-to-back game sevens against Boston. We don't beat the Columbus Blue Jackets, obviously, last year, too. But it's going to it's gonna happen. It's going to happen with this team. And I'm glad that, yeah, these guys, these kind of big, Time superstars are now backing down. You see Matthews is back down. You see John Tavares is back down. They're two of our biggest superstars on this team. And um, and I think, yeah, this is going to be a crazy game because of obviously last game. A lot of people are going to tune in to see what happens because there are a lot of fights last game. And I'm expecting to see a few fights today too because I know these teams don't like each other. And I think that Wayne Simmons, I think he was a big fighter last time. I think it's going to be great to see what he can do tonight. Um, hopefully go after one of those guys on, on Winnipeg. But Let's see. Awesome, Matthews. We're hoping it for uh, number 50. We'll have um, promo school for you guys tomorrow, the last episode, covering any last-minute wrestling stuff before WrestleMania. And then, um, I'll obviously, I'll, oh, as well, actually, the Hall of Fame is tomorrow, so we'll touch up on that. Um, it'll be a late one. And then we'll do WrestleMania preview and predictions on Saturday for you guys, WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday. And then we'll cover WrestleMania on Tuesday. Leafs talk next Thursday as well, guys. But thank you guys for listening today. And we will see you tomorrow. Thanks, guys.